attentive. Brethren, and all the saints through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, received promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign enemies to flight, women received their dead by resurrection, some were tortured, refusing to accept release, that they might rise again to better life. Others suffered mocking and scourging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, they were killed with the sword, they went about in skimps of sheep and goats destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering over deserts and mountains, and in the dens and caves of the earth. And all these, though well attested by their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had foreseen something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus the pioneer and perfection of our faith. Peace be to you, the reader. take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Then Peter said in reply, Lo, we have left everything and followed you. What then shall we have? Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man shall sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones 
judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. But many that are first will be last, and the last will be first. Peace be to you who proclaims the gospel. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we hear the reading from the book of Hebrews. St. Paul is attributed as the writer. And this book is a book of exhortation to the Jewish Christians, who in the face of trials and persecutions were leaving the faith. They had become Christian, they had followed Christ, but now in light of being ridiculed by the other Jews, having persecution and trials, they were apostatizing. They were returning to the Jewish faith and denying Christ. And so the author of Hebrews writes this book as an exhortation to encourage them to not lose the faith. St. Paul sought to encourage and strengthen the faithful. And so in ten, the first ten chapters, he talks about the importance of Christ as our Savior, who is our greatest source of consolation. In chapter 11, where we hear the very end in this reading today, he talks about the power of faith. As I've described before, that word in Greek is better translated as faithfulness. Fidelity. And in chapter 11, beginning with creation, St. Paul goes through all of these great people within the Old Testament and says, By faith, by faith, beginning by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By faith, Enoch. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abraham and Sarah and Moses and Rahab. He talked about the action of faithfulness as well as the fruit that is produced by faithfulness. So when these Old Testament characters were faithful, they showed it in their actions. And then through their faithfulness, they received from God. And St. Paul is trying to stir up the people themselves, these, these Jewish Christians, to remain faithful. And so he continues, he says, And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, and also of David and Samuel and all the prophets. And then the passage continues where we read today. Eighteen times in that chapter he says, By faith, by faith, again and again, to encourage the people, keep the faith. Now I'll ask you to pull out your bulletins a little bit. We don't normally reread the, the reading, but this one can't be passed up. So St. Paul continues with the passage that we have here. 
Now listen closely. Because oftentimes we have the epistle and the gospel read to us in the church that goes in one ear and out the other. So now we have a chance to focus on it a little bit more. Brethren, all the saints through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, received promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. This is all the fruit of faithfulness. These are all the miracles that occurred. And he's only talking about the Old Testament. Because of course St. Paul came at the time of Christ. And so he's only talking about all of those great miracles in the Old Testament. But what about all the saints and miracles since the time of Christ? Of St. George, of St. Catherine, St. Spiridon, St. Anthony, Anastasia, even recent saints like St. Minas when he fought off the Nazis in North Africa. If you don't know about that story, go look it up. Go look it up. Or St. John Maximovich. So many saints and miracles that have occurred how? Through faithfulness. Through faithfulness. And so St. Paul continues, but there's a turn here. Notice the turn. At first he was talking about the miracles and the great mighty acts that were done. But now what do we hear? Some were tortured, refusing to accept release, that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and scourging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, they were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering over the deserts and the mountains in the dens and caves of the earth." Again, St. Paul is only talking about these Old Testament characters. But again, we can take this to the 2,000 years since Christ. How many ways and times in which Christians, followers of Christ, have become martyrs, have become witnesses to Christ? And this is what we celebrate today, is all of those righteous who have died for Christ, either by a long, slow, ascetical life, or died for Christ by the sword, by other tortures and weapons. You see, faithfulness to Christ has two sides. That's what we see in this epistle reading. There are the blessings and miracles, and then there are the persecutions and trials. Why is St. Paul saying this to the Hebrews? Because they needed encouragement. They were leaving the faith. They were apostatizing in the face of what? Those trials and persecutions. So he says, look what else comes by being faithful to Christ. Look what else there is for you. They need to be reminded of the two things. The profound miracles that the righteous of the Old Testament experienced. And also the struggles and pains and persecutions. Because those Christians that he was writing to were enduring trials. They needed to be reminded that they're not alone. That a great many have followed the same path. That evil is not victorious. This was the message of St. Paul. I've told you all about St. Paul's writings and why he wrote them and to whom. But we're reading this today. So St. Paul is speaking to us today. 
And why do we read this each Sunday of All Saints, every year? Because we need encouragement. We need that guidance. We need to see that strength lies in numbers, that we're not alone, that evil will not conquer. Because we experience those moments of aloneness, those experiences when we feel like the evil is just too overwhelming, the sin, the temptation, the persecution is too much. And so that's why we have this reading today. To know that there are others, countless others, who have walked the same path, who endured the same things that you have experienced, and much worse. We need to be reminded of that. So take a moment and think about all the saints that you know. Just take a moment. Think about their lives, their miracles, their sufferings, their persecutions. Just think for a moment. Look around at all the saints that are surrounding us on these walls. Think of their lives. We've got the great martyr George up here in St. Demetrius. We've got so many of the women martyrs along this side. St. John Maximovich in the back. St. Pantalemon, the great doctor and healer. St. Anthony, St. John of Damascus, the great hierarchs, the apostles. All are surrounding us. Think about all of their mighty acts, and yes, all of their struggles. In light of all this, of all the righteous and God-loving people who throughout the ages have performed mighty acts and miracles, and also who have endured persecutions and struggles, St. Paul says this at the very end. Therefore... After all of this by faith, by faith, by faith, all of these people who he doesn't even have time to tell about, and how much time do we have to tell of all the saints and the righteous around us? Therefore, since we are so surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And I'll continue what it says in Hebrews. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. This is why St. Paul was writing to those early Hebrews who had become Christian, who are wavering in their faith. And this is why the church gives us this reading each and every year. How many of us have become weary? How many of us have become weighted down? How many have become discouraged? Think about that word. Discourage. Having a lack of courage. A lack of strength. Feeling completely overburdened and worn down. And this is what St. Paul says. Think of all of those righteous. And first and foremost, think of Christ. Once again, he says, Consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. 
And that crowd of witnesses is not just paintings on the wall. These are our family members. They're alive in Christ. They're looking upon our lives and they're saying, Go! Go! You can do it! This is what they're doing for us. This is that cloud of witnesses. It's like a big arena. And you alone are in the center. And all of the saints and all of the righteous and all of the angels are in the arena. And they're all watching. And they're all saying, you can do it. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this is a message against discouragement, against weariness. Because truly, in the light of this, what else is there? in the light of the cloud of witnesses that is around us. But our struggle is in remembering that. Our struggle is in remembering that. So as we continue forward, may we remember that we are indeed surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who are cheering us on and seeking that we enter into eternal life. Amen.